Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations, because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. If you're not, well, you're a loser and missing out, so get it together. Uh, Whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya is designed with you in mind and has a ton of cool new features like curated shareable playlists and collections made just for you, along with personalized recommendations to help with content discovery. And the best part is, it's super easy to use. It's definitely my favorite listening app, and I'm sure it will be yours too. So do yourself a favor and download Himalaya today, and be sure to follow my show, Worst Firsts, once you're there. Bye. Oh my God. You guys are not going to freaking believe it. My dad and my brother are here. My dad did not want to do this. I begged him. I was like, Dad, I even took a poll online and you guys were like, yeah, we want him to do it. 91% of you wanted to hear my dad's stories. And I have to tell you, the, my whole storytelling and, and things that have happened to me and being able to share them comes from my dad because my dad's told me so many stories about his childhood and all kinds of worse that you've had. And I've even shared some of them on here, but you have so many. We can just dive right into it. Like, I want you to tell the story about the rope swing. Oh, when yes. I was young kids. And when, we he was, were, when he was a kid in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah we uh, lived outside. And well, lived in an area in Philadelphia. It was up against uh, Curtis Arboretum Park. And when we were kids, we used to basically, that was our playground. It was, we enter in, uh, we go in through the back of a parking lot and go down into the Arboretum. We had a rope swing and uh, we basically used to use that and swing out over the creek and went over. And one day we went out of the rope swing and some guy had hung himself with our rope swing. And how old were you and, when you uh, walked out there and saw this? Oh, we were really young. I'd like say seven. It, no, it was older than that. We like were like 10? nine or ten years old. And what was your first and, thought when you first looked at that guy hanging well, there? Well, we thought somebody was playing a joke on us because it didn't look like a person because he must have been hanging there for a little bit. And well, uh, what did he look like? It just ugh. and uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to describe yeah. it. Like purple, swollen. Yeah, it was black. You know, black. Oh, was, you know, black because he had been hanging there. Oh, skin, his turned, skin blank. turned purple. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So anyway, so, so we did... weren't sure if it was real or not. So we're poking it with a stick, and and finally somebody ran and got somebody from the the nearby uh, building, and they came out. And next thing we know, the police came out and and the reporter basically <laughs> cut the guy down. And I said to the guy, the cops, I said, so we have our rope swing back and. I just said, go away, kid. <laughs> you didn't even care about the guy yeah. that was dead. You're like, can could we care. get our swing back? He could care less. Didn't he that affect you seeing a dead guy? Not really. Have you seen a lot of dead people? Um, no, not that many. But Have you, know. you seen a couple? I've seen more than one, yeah. Tell me more stories about dead well, people. Well, no. I, I, well, know. I was working in the sewer one time. We ran across somebody who had uh, you know, dumped somebody down the drain, a sewer manhole, had tied them up, killed them. They tied I guess him they, up. I guess they killed him and dumped him into into a manhole. And you found him. And I didn't. The crews did. So, but we came out to see what they were running into. Yeah, I worked in the um, as an engineer. I was working in the sewer systems, uh, 
I know you in did. some of the big cities. And you, you had to crawl through shit for how some, many years? Be Dad, surprised. Just some, through yeah. shit. Be some surprised at some of the stuff you would see. You know, the dead, bo- uh, not dead bodies, but the rats. Rats were the size of dogs. And really? Just, yeah, how big ridiculous. was the rat? Show us visually. Well, there were wharf rats. They were about like this. A wharf Can I just rat? jump in real quick? Yeah, yeah go so ahead. So Dad told me a story about when he was uh, working in the sewer one time, and he was like, what, are you grabbing like a sewer line or something? Oh, and, and you fucking in. put it in your mouth or something? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So he basically put shit in his fucking mouth. <laughs> Ew. The fuck? Yeah, I mean that was Ew. one of my worst jobs. How did you not that get It was one of my worst jobs, but it was one of the most. <laughs> it's one of the worst jobs. It was one of the most fascinating jobs I had when I first graduated college. And I went out as an civil engineer and started working with this company, and we were doing the sewer studies. And, uh, Who wants to do a sewer study? <laughs> hey well, guys, yeah. welcome to life. Uh, you gotta learn. To work in a I mean, sewer. That's how you get experience. <laughs> my dad I mean, just raises his hand. Remember when dad took many? us to see the big bats oh, and shit? Oh we my god! Okay, when me and my brother were little, my dad was like, "I got a field trip for you guys." We're like, "Oh, sick! Are we going to Dorney Park?" He's like, "Kind of." And we show up at this place, right? And sewage there's these. Plant. It's a sewage treatment plant, and there's these giant vats. Like when you flush a toilet, you guys, you ever think about like where does all that shit go? Right? Like where does it go? because it has to accumulate somewhere. So it goes to a sewage treatment plant and they fill up these giant vats and they're big churning things stirring it and it's just shit. It's filled with shit and there's grates and you can walk across the top of the shit and everyone's wearing like hazmat suits and we're walking across literally a giant spinning vat of shit. Just like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory but like the depressing, but like the depressing version. You know what I mean? Like, but like the, yeah, the you, disgusting version, yeah. You guys didn't like that. We were like, much. ew, it smelled <laughs> yeah, so right. bad. And then there was a giant vat of piss. And then what do they do with all the shit and piss? Well, they basically treat it in a couple stages, and eventually they clean it up to the point that you saw the clear liquid coming out of the plant. It was yeah, but clean. where does that go? It goes into rivers. Yeah, and then so shit when you flush a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Goes to Just a tell me where treatment. your shit goes. Shit goes to a sewage treatment plant, and the treatment plant cleans it up, and then they dump it in the river. They put they, it in a river? And then it, goes, have, and then it goes through your faucet, and you they have, they have <laughs> They have standards. Ew. Come on. It's like yeah, a they, human centipede. Right, am I right about they that? They have no? standards to meet so that it doesn't pollute the river, and basically, eventually, it gets recirculated, and you can be drinking it. You know, that's the way it goes. Wait, so your shit and piss, it all gets dumped in a river? River streams and a lot of people have what they call on lot systems at their house. So it goes into a big ba- tank in their backyard and then percolates into the ground. Goes into the groundwater. Groundwater eventually gets to the river. River eventually gets to the ocean. So on. So. So on. you're swimming and drinking shit. Yeah, basically, much. water is recirculated time and time again. It's been doing that since the beginning of time. So. That's disgusting. <laughs> Just to think probably about, drinking dinosaur urine right now. Ew. Know? I mean, because you think about it, humans, like, I mean, like, literally, some people take, like, four shits a day. Like, the people who are on a high-fiber diet, I know girls, they're like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, vegans, they literally <laughs> shit so much. Like, thinking about all the people that are shitting and peeing, and it's like, it's definitely, they're just pouring it in rivers after it's treated. Yeah. It's treated and it turns into what? Just- into it's water. It's always water. You just remove more and more contaminants. <laughs> One big thing that's happening now is with the t- contamination that uh, there's exotic chemicals that are in the water now that basically treatment does not remove. 
So like your birth control pills and your antidepressants and all that stuff. So just drinking sewage, Prozac water. <laughs> a sewage treatment plant. A sewage treatment plant is not designed to remove those types of contaminants. So now and that so stuff's going. And so our the rivers have become more and more contaminated with what I call uh, these extra chemicals that have been got in the systems. You heard about the little plastic pieces that get through, like those microfiber towels that have, are actually made of plastics. Which ones? Different ones. Even like your flushable wipes sometimes yeah. have them in them. Well, that gets broken up and the little plastic pieces make it out to the rivers and water. And they're microscopic. So then they're and in the so water. And so they're in the water and you're basically, you know, you're going to be drinking them in and so on. So. And so here's what I've heard. I've heard that if you drink, if you pick up water and it says purified water. Right. That's water that used to be. No, like, it's water that was comes came out of like a. Um, uh, it's water that was basically treated beyond what the regular water treatment plant. So in other words, you have a water treatment plant which takes in water and that treats it as well. Uh -huh. And then what happens is some companies buy water from a local municipal government's treatment plant uh -huh. and they run it through uh, membranes and that's purified water. So it used to be pee-pee and poopy, but now well, it's purified All water is, at one point was contaminated with something, so... What about fresh spring water? That's better to drink like these Arrowhead bottles. Well, not to advertise Arrowhead, but you know. Yeah, understand. It says 100% mountain spring water. Well, that's okay. Is this cleaned? No, I don't know what they do, Arrowhead. Some companies take spring water and they still treat it some more. Per, again, there's a certain standards that treat spring water has to meet. But there might be contaminants in it that are not regulated. So right. you might end up with things. Uh, usually, if you go to a company's webpage, you can look up what's in their water or not. And they use all different kinds of sources. They might use a river source. They might use, mostly use spring water. Usually uses groundwater sources. Arrowhead, so, a local favorite. Yeah. This so. is my favorite water. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Really, Patricia? Yeah. Um, okay, so what is uh, – do you guys remember that time when you – that was Lake Erie where you found that crazy – Jelly, no, that was Lake Nakamixon. Lake Nakamixon. Yeah. And whoever is listening to this, if anyone that lives in, in Pennsylvania, it was like this giant, you found that thing in it's the river. It was like a back. jelly. It was natural. It looked like a jellyfish, and it was in the river. It was in Lake Nakamixon. It was in Lake Nakamixon, and yeah. you brought it home in a big gulp cup. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I do remember that. And you yeah. were like, what is this? Yeah. And then you took it into work. Right, and we analyzed it. And they it. analyzed it. We found and it, it was natural algae. And it, no, and it ended up being a little bug that creates a, a Well, there was a cocoon, jelly mass there as well as algae. Mass. Yeah, right. So it's like this crazy... Do you remember the name of it? No, I don't know. So it ended up being... It looked like an alien. It was a giant... <laughs> looked like a, it looked like a clear... It was nasty looking. It was that. nasty. It, it looked like... snot. <laughs> yeah, and you found it in the river, and it looked like a clear yeah. brain. Yeah. And in the middle, there was like a little tiny like black thing right. and then you brought it in and they analyzed it and apparently it's some kind of bug that yeah. builds a cocoon around itself right. a and jelly it sack looks yeah. like a it's a giant jelly sack and yeah. it like looks like an alien and it lives in lake nakamixon yeah. well he did at one is time is it really true that you, the water is not good in lake nakamixon uh well you got to define what was good like can you go in it can you like swim yeah in you can swim it do you recommend sw swimming in lakes no not not necessarily why well, because you got to know what kind of water you're swimming in. You know, there's people who have swam, 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 or swimming in lakes that sometimes there's bacteria or amoebas in there. You heard of these brain eating amoebas. Sometimes they're present naturally. And they swim in your ears and then you and go, no, in your brain. go in any orifice like your nose, basically. People mostly inhale water 
and they get uh, these amoebas. So you got to watch where you're swimming. But, yeah. uh, you know. And the reason why I'm asking my dad all these questions, you guys, is because my dad um, works for the Department of Environmental Used Protection to. for how many years did you work 37 for 37 years. 37 years. Damn. So reduce, reuse, recycle was a very big thing in our household. Yeah. yeah. We had uh, reduce, reuse, <laughs> recycle. Why don't you ride Shut a bicycle? Shut reduce, <laughs> reuse, <Shut up>. recycle. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so lame. Yeah, I, I kind of tortured you guys he bringing tortured you to events. I remember one time I threw a banana peel out the window and dad was like, Stop the girl. Ah! I was like, hit my head on the dashboard. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, get it. Go get it. Go get the fucking banana peel. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, really? Yeah, you some of the worst. Some of the worst pollutants we have are people throwing ashtrays, ashes, cigarette butts. <laughs> And on the road, as well as dumping their ashtrays on the road, they figure it's harmless, but there's a lot of contaminants in the filters. Ew. And, Just know, dumping their ashes on the road? And ends up in the, in the environment. So. Well, cigarettes are disgusting to throw on the ground. Cigarettes are gross to smoke, and they're disgusting to throw on the ground yeah. as it is. So. Um, so I'm sure you have another story that you want to tell well, me. Have I mean, you thought of any in particular? I was going to start out with uh, my story about how I was born as a breach. I was born in 1953, two months early. Two months early? Yeah. So you were preemie. Yes, I was about three and a half pounds when I was born. Do, why do you think you were preemie? I was. I, was I know, why, why Why? do you think that happened? Oh, my mother, I was a late, late baby. My mother was uh, older. How old? And uh, let's see, I can't remember, probably in her, her late 30s, early okay. 40s. Uh -huh. So I was what they call a uh, change of life baby, uh -huh. where uh, basically my parents had three children, I figured that was it. And all of a sudden they got rid of everything and then all of a sudden I was born. Yeah. So, you know, but they were glad they had me around because my brother ended up being killed later. I know. So when he was Sad. eight. But uh, I was born uh, with my ass first, coming out not head first. That and happens my, to a lot of kids. So my father used to tell people whenever I got in trouble that he'd tell them, you know, he was born ass first, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. Like it had something, nice. like, That's the reason. something to do with brain damage from the air deprivation. Sounds, you know? sounds, uh, <laughs> so, sounds good. So, and then, you know, I used to do some wacky stuff and I, like you, riding my wagon through the neighbor's garage door. He yeah. had it down. We had this w wicked hill behind our house, and I used to ride down and torture myself by trying to turn the wagon really fast and avoid hitting the garage. Uh -huh. And one day I didn't turn, I went right through his garage. Your neighbor's garage? Yeah. What did he do? He came over and knocked on the full door and told my father, and my father punished me, and he had to fix the garage. Did you get hit with the switch? Oh, the, the belt. The belt. The belt, Oh, yeah. the belt. My dad had a bad leg. He used to tell me, you come down those steps. So I'd run up the steps knowing he wouldn't chase me. Uh-huh. But he'd make me come down. And I, I'd say to him, you're going to hit me. because you damn right I'm going to hit you. Yeah, tell the story about when you were spraying the fire extinguishers up in Penn State. No. That's... Why? Well, I want to hear that story. <laughs> what happened? I went to... Uh... <laughs> I was kind of a scholar athlete in high school, and yeah. basically, my got, dad was swole. You guys, he was like, oh. got sent like to, totally doesn't got look sent like that now, but he was. For, <laughs> got sent to a camp my junior year to represent the school, a government camp, and we were we were basically uh, up there, a whole bunch of guys in their eighteens and eighteen years, uh, seventeen and eighteen years old, and we were basically in this camp for two weeks, and uh, we just kind of got loose one night and had this huge fire extinguisher fight and water hoses and whatever. And uh, basically, to make a long story short, um, I was one of the leaders. And 
and uh, somebody somebody yelled, "Hey, the campus police are coming!" So we threw all the extinguishers back where they belong and rolled the hoses back up before the guys got there. But we couldn't do anything because the floors were just soaked. I mean, what is comes out of a fire extinguisher? Soda ash paper, soda ash powder type of stuff. So that was everywhere. That was everywhere, but the worst thing was the fire hose because the water was just you wet. You guys were air. spraying each other with a fire hose? <laughs> we were having a battle. Indoors? Yeah. Just dudes? Yeah. Just, just having a, a bunch fight. of dudes spraying just each other with a fight. fire well, we, hose? Yeah, we were required to be in the buildings every night, like at 9 o'clock. So you were bored? We were bored. What what camp was this again? Wasn't this like the Fort Knox or what no, was it? No, no, no. What it was, was a, it not Fort Knox? It, it was, was the military school. It was a camp school. put on by, uh, uh, I guess it was the American Legion. But didn't you get and kicked it was out teach, of- It was teach us government. Well, one of the things was I was one of the leaders in the camp, so I had a different color shirt than everybody else. We were, had to wear these shirts. And uh, I got seen wearing a shirt like a dummy. I wore the shirt instead of taking it off. And so somebody ratted on me. And next thing I know, 3 o'clock in the morning, the camp counselor, leader of the camp, came, knocked on my door, said uh, – and I act like I was sleeping. He came. He says, uh, "We need to talk to you." So I went and talked to him, and he said, "You were recognized by blah blah blah. You know, leading the charge on this. So we got to make an example out of you." This is like three o'clock in the morning. What? Wait. And so they Love basically they basically told me I was going to get kicked out. Uh-huh. And they said, "If you want, you know, we don't want to take you to take the complete blame for this. So tell us who else was in on it, because nobody else had gotten caught." And I said, "No, that's okay." And so they said, well, we're going to call your father. And this is 3 o'clock in the morning. My dad worked hard. He was a construction worker. And uh, I said, don't bother. And they said, why? He's going to tell you to tell me to walk home. <laughs> so they called my father like at 4 a.m. He usually got up at 5 a.m. to go to work. And sure enough, he said to him, you know what? Tell that SOB to find his own way home. Hung up. How far away was this from your house? This is from Penn State, and I lived in Phil- Philadelphia at that time. So you had to take, like, so, four buses? Yeah, so the guys on my floor. <laughs> and hitchhike? The guys who were on my floor, and the can- and the guy who was our, our uh, basically, overseer, supposed to be our guidance guy, counselor, he had, was missing that night, but he came back, and he was really angry. And he said, you know, I swear you guys are worse than the, the drug addicts in my town where I came from, where I'm a detective. Uh, to manage, and so he made them all put, pony up some money to send me my bus back home. And well, then, that was nice, yeah. at least. So I got back home. My father wouldn't come pick me up. And he you got mad. kicked out of camp. He was mad at me for weeks. Yeah. What's the name of that military school that I'm thinking of? Valley Forge. Military no, school. there's like a famous West Point. West Point. Where didn't yeah. you go there? No. Oh, no, I thought no. that's where this happened. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm it's wrong. That. Okay. So anyway, that so that's was, crazy. That was so you got sent home. Experience. I got sent home. Okay, and what about bad dates? Do you want to tell us some stories about any bad dates? Well, you that told you've gone the one on? story. I told the story about, about the, the girl who buried her her animals above ground just yeah. in case they came back to life. And didn't uh, yeah, dad ever tell all you those little heads were sticking out? And I so crazy. that was the last date with that one. That, Did you ever have going any other bad dates? Uh, you know, I don't know. No, I can't remember anything. It was more traumatizing. Than traumatizing. Than that. Yeah, that. that's pretty creepy. Um, so that was pretty creepy. Yeah, and so like being born so early, I basically I'm a December baby, so all my birthdays were mixed in with Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's when the family got together. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I ended up t- turning six years old in December, and I was then enrolled in school, school first grade. So you were young when I was six years old in January. So I 
these kids have been together for half a year, and I got, was a new kid on the block that came in. Mm-hmm. I was immature. I didn't want to go to school. So anytime recess used to come out, I'd walk home from school. It was only like a half mile. <laughs> I'd walk home, I'd go in the basement, and I'd play. And the school would call my house, and my mother would come downstairs and scream and yell at me, drag me back to school. You would just leave school? school? I'd just leave school. No one ever said anything well, like, go, hey, look at that little boy walking <laughs> away. Go, like, they just didn't go watch you guys. recess, and i disappear, and everybody go back in, and the teacher say, well, where is he? And oh, he went home. <laughs> oh, my God. You just go so home? Then, so, they, yeah. And so then they got wise of what I used to do, so they basically used to watch me really carefully and have a guy. And so then I started raising my hand to go to the bathroom. And then I just walk home. <laughs> Excuse me, can I go to the bathroom at my house? Yeah. <laughs> Break time. Oh my God. I know, I, I know, Dad, don't worry. Okay. I love it. I've been doing this podcast for a really long time. Now. My dad's like, oh, the sign came up to take a break. Uh, better listen. I take a break when I want to take a goddamn break. This is my podcast. I don't care so, if you have to pee, pee your pants. Um, so then what, you know, so then they started having somebody go with me to the bathroom. And this was a Catholic school, and we had Sisters of Mercy, the nuns who were But showed you teachers. no mercy. And, Didn't uh, one of the nuns bang your head on the chalkboard? <laughs> they, uh, they were good. They <laughs> were very good teachers, and they were great instructors, and, uh, but they were good enforcers of rules. I mean, you know, we had a sister who could swing a, a pointer like a whip. She was really good at whacking people. What was the worst thing they ever did to you? Me, uh, the worst thing was uh, when I was chewing gum one time, sister made me hold the gum up above my head for the entire day, and I couldn't put my arm down at the end of the day. Then she got mad at me because I wasn't putting my arm down, so she started hitting me <laughs> until I put my arm down. <laughs> so, so they used to beat the so, shit out of kids in school? Sometimes, yeah, and some kids deserve it. You know, Some kids who had nervous energy would nowadays would be put on Ritalin or something uh-huh, like uh-huh. that. and. Like the cure, tapping or the, shaking? Yeah, the cure for those kids back then was the pointer getting whacked across their legs and their arms. And they, they learned to stop shaking. <laughs> and they would just hit them with it? Yeah, they would whip them pretty good. Would kids cry ever? Uh, not that I saw. You know, your pride kind of – some kids did. I very rarely saw the, the young girls get hit, but the guys, man. They hit the guys all yeah. the time. Didn't they hit your knuckles with rulers? Oh, that was – yeah, you had to put your hand on the table and get whacked. And Why would they do that? So you didn't move your arms when they hit the less than the force. Why didn't you ever say, would Jesus do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. I would be like, I don't think Jesus would do hey, this. Hey, we learned. We, you know, some of these classrooms when I was a kid, they had 60 kids in a room. And – Sister had us quiet. You never, you could you hear a pin f- drop. In that. You could tell that the they had nowadays to, they have ten and fifteen kids, but we learned. They had to take their aggression on you because they can't have sex with anyone, oh, so they were I all fucking that. worked up and they were like, I don't buy that. horny and mad at I your kids, and they couldn't have any children or relationships, so they just beat the shit out of kids nah, all day. I don't think so. So when did that stop hitting children in school? I don't know. Later on. Because, uh, you know, right through high school, we used to get whacked when we misbehaved. Greg, I'll never you... forget the time when mom broke the wooden spoon over my head. Yeah. Mom broke several wooden spoons <laughs> over our heads. <laughs> Dad would just bring a new one home like it was like, no, hell, well, yeah. just Here, getting here's another one. You're supposed to fucking make the gravy, not fucking yeah. smack me in the fucking Oh, head. my God. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and then I will be back with my dad and my brother on Worst First. Yeah. Stay tuned. 
No. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Go. Ready? Go. My dad does so many crazy stories that he doesn't want to tell because he's so used to working in politics for so long. <laughs> he's trying to be so politically correct. Well, you know, Dad, you're retired. No one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Let it loose. Tell the story about my when you threw the guy neighbor, out the fucking my window. My next door neighbor, uh, basically. Raymond. Raymond. You don't have to summarize the story. You can take your time and tell the story. Like, you can take your time. You have to be like, okay, so basically this happened, and that's it, and that's the end of the like story. It's a PowerPoint like, presentation. Yeah, it's like, this shit. isn't, like, yeah, look here. this isn't Congress. Like, you can take your time. Or you're and, a like, little dictator, aren't you? <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> So you have to be a good storyteller. You have to tell us details like where were you? What happened? Uh, well, we're what behind our like? house. My father had in, in the city had a little tomato garden. And uh -huh. He used to put stakes in to hold the tomato garden, tomato plants up. Uh -huh. And he gave me a job. He gave me a board and a hatchet. You know, I was about maybe seven years old. He gave a seven-year-old a hatchet? <laughs> and my, Here, job, this giant knife. my job was to measure and cut all the stakes so they were the right size. And Raymond next door kept grabbing the stakes off the the wooden stakes off the thing your I was your neighbor hitting. Raymond Raymond he yeah. kept taking the the wooden yeah. stakes as you were right. trying to cut them and I told him I said stop it you're going to get hurt and he said what are you going to do hit me with a hatchet I said yeah so the next time he grabbed the stick I went Ooh. I literally cut his finger right through the bone and had to take him to the hospital and so back on <laughs> 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 and dad's just like my, my, my father said what the hell did you do that for I, said, I told him not to put his finger there a little seven year old serial killer crazy. Yeah. wow alright now tell the story about when you threw the guy out the window I was in at the university and basically had a project back in those basically, days basically just has to summarize everything so basically well, we had a project and used to use punch cards now you guys have it easy with computers you just type stuff in but back then you actually had to type information they would punch it out on a little card with little holes and then the holes the paper cards got feeded in a feeder and basically it would read it and then you'd get your results back like in a day or two mm -hmm. on printed paper mm -hmm. and i was working on this project for long long hours and the, the dorm i was in was on the second floor and it was just really a bunch of characters. They used to do all kinds of stuff. Like fraternity and bros. Yeah, they were just crazy. And I was working really hard on this, and I kept telling people to stay the hell out of my room and all that stuff. And this one guy was completely wigged out. And he came in, and he took all the cards I was working on and tossed them out the window of the, of the building. Because he was just whacking around. And I, I just lost it because I was I had been working on this thing for almost half a day, and I got lost it. And I just grabbed him and I said, "You think that's funny? Why don't you follow him?" And I threw him out the window. Ah! <laughs> ah! Yeah, I do think that's funny. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and he hit all these branches and everything on the way down. And was it a two-story window? Yeah, yeah, he basically hit the ground. and It was okay, but it just... He uh, could have died, though, huh? He could have. And, and I was really upset I did that. And of course, anyway. uh, of course we, had a, we had a priest at the end of the hall who was our basically hall monitor, and he came running. Somebody ran down to get him, and he came down and started getting all upset about it. And Does he, the guy hurt hurt? No, not bad. He, he got up. Full of scratches and stuff. But uh, you threw me out I the just, window. What the hell? What the heck? Yeah. So that was that was kind of a disaster. Well, what did happen to you then? Did you get in trouble? Well, I had to go out and get all the cards, and father made uh, made this kid help me pick up all the cards. And After stuff you and threw him out the yeah. window. Yeah. Well, that's how we. Tell a story those. about when you guys took the sign. 
Oh, uh, we were in. Uh, How do you know all these? Uh, I don't know half of listens these. Listens too much. I didn't think he was listening half the time. Um, I usually don't. <laughs> <laughs> we were down. We were down there, and a the nearby college was a girls' college, and we basically stole their sign one night. What sign? Like their Phi Kappa, their, their whatever. Name of the school, uh-huh. and we unbolted it and stole it. It's a joke, you know. And we were going to keep it in the dorm, and next thing you know, we're running across the different yards with this sign because they had called the police. And uh, finally dropped the sign. We were hightailing it, jumping yards. And my buddy hit a clothesline in the dark. In the neck? Yeah. <laughs> it just knocked just him levels flat. out. Just knocked him flat on his butt. Funny as can be. So he got caught? No, nobody got caught. Oh. It's just that, you know, it really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so no one got caught? No one got Did caught. Did they get the, the sign and bring it back to the girls thing? Yeah, eventually, yeah. Wow. Well, because they had to find it. We dropped it somewhere. What was it like going on dates back in the day? Dating Like, where'd was, you guys go? Like, movies were like 10 cents, right? movies, dinners. No, they weren't 10 cents. What do you think? It was the 1920s? I don't know how old no. you are. <laughs> I just assume you're like 100. You know, when I was a kid, we, it was 10 cents when I was a kid. I used to go to a rental theater uh-huh. and watch uh, watch movies, and they used to have an intermission and have contests, and I used to win the contest. What was the contest the for? The balloon contest. You blow up a balloon, and the first one, the break, you won free movie tickets. I used to squeeze the balloon and pop it. Did any of the so priests ever try to touch you inappropriately? No, never had Did you ever problem. hear about that? No. Never you never heard anything about that? The only that. time we had a problem was one time there was not a priest, but somebody who was helping us out at the school who was a little bit uh, handsy with us. <laughs> And, oh, that's Hansy Bob, <laughs> and, just touching uh, people. One of the one of the guys who I was an older boy with basically uh, told his older brother who came in and roughed the guy up, and he left us alone after that. He so. didn't touch you though. No. Okay, no. good. You're lucky. I wasn't. I wasn't touch worthy. You were too annoying. <laughs> they were like, "Nah, that kid's annoying." Yeah, Wait, we, have you seen the way he blows up balloons? We were older boys. One day we ate all the host in the back of the sacristy with that? peanut butter and jelly. You know what I did? Father Gibson had a fit. So my dad used to make us go to ca- uh, Catholic school after or regular CDC. school. It's called C- CD- CCD. Yeah, oh, yeah. not CCD. CDC. <laughs> That's the c- c- crime or Civil CDC's. Defense, a, yeah, whatever. Anyway, CCD. <laughs> so we used to go there, and I was always terrible and never wanted to pay attention. Like I was just really badly behaved. And so one time I was so hungry because my dad used to just make us steak and plain broccoli for dinner, and that was disgusting. Um, So I was really hungry. You're lucky you had food. It's true. You did take us out to dinner most of the time. You that shit to the dog. Yeah, I know, I did too. (laughs) Our dog ate so well. Um, I used to, I used to, uh, my dad used to take us to, what, the Washington house for dinner almost every night, but some nights too. every night. Almost. South Perk. South South Perk. Hell yeah, shout out to South Perk. Um, Grand Sasso. Grand Sasso. Fucking love that place. Yeah. It's still around? It's still working? Yeah. Roy Ann Diner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, but the nights that he did cook, it was a nightmare. So then um, one time I went to CCD and I was so hungry and I went and I saw the little communion wafers and I ate them all, all of them, the entire container and the lady, the nun came in and she was like, what are you doing? Those were blessed. And she like yelled like, at me. Yeah, I'm really fucking and, blessed and, right and, now. And said i said well now i'm gonna have holy shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah she's like oh my god and i was like holy shit and then i had holy shit yeah it was great no they're delicious they really are they should serve them like at restaurants (laughs) they should remember the time you worked at the pizza place and the guy got fresh with you i had to go down there and have a word with the man oh my god so here's he he took off (laughs) here's a story you guys i used to work like my first job when i was like 
15. I wasn't yeah. even old enough to work really right. yet, but my dad, you know, we're Italian and this guy owned this pizza place down the street and they were Italian and I went there and this girl that I knew, Holly, remember Holly yeah, who worked Holly, there? She yeah. told me, she's like, oh yeah, they pay you so well in cash every week, all this money. And I was like, wow, it's a lot of money for being a waitress. Like, you know, and this is just a pizza parlor. So I was like, okay. So I start working there and I start like um, the first week I noticed that like she's like making a salad and the boss goes up behind her and he pulls her pants out and looks down her pants from behind and then just lets go. And she just keeps making the salad. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, what the hell? What like, you know, about, I was right? like, dude, he just looked on your pants. She's like, yeah, he's just whatever. No one cares. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird. Right. So then I noticed like they're very like they're very touchy. They would like grab your shoulders and rub your shoulders. And I was 15 years old and she was like 17. And I remember she didn't care because they were paying us like a lot of money. They're paying us a lot of cash because I think they were shady. And so well, clearly they were shady. So then they start doing it to me. And they start pulling my pants out and looking down my pants. And I was like, oh my God, like this has made me yeah. really uncomfortable. And like, but they paid me like so much money that I was like, oh my God, like I don't know if I want to ruin my job <laughs> over like just some weirdo just looking down my pants. Like who cares? He wasn't like actually doing anything, but still it's creepy, right? Yeah. He'd see my brother just like getting so mad right now. So eventually I was like, okay, this is getting weird. And like, I got like a weird situation in the walk-in and I was like, I went home and I told my dad and you went over there, and you were like, "I was gonna rough You were up. gonna shut that fucking place down. Yeah, I was gonna rough them up. Anyway, they he ended disappeared. Up, they they ended up getting yeah. the hell out, which right. was crazy. Like, they were shady. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, yeah. That's a that was a horror a horror experience. Yeah. Yeah, you tough. remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That really. was really fucking messed up. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I that was one of my first jobs. See, this is why I shouldn't have a job. You know, I'm too good looking. <laughs> oh God, please! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You guys. Um, I'm so glad that you guys are on the podcast, Greg. Do you have a story? Any stories that you want to tell? Um, no, not really. <laughs> oh, thanks for contributing. <laughs> you never went on any bad dates. Did you ever go on a bad date with somebody? It's more like I went on a date where it's when when you go on a date with someone you're not attracted to. It's just like, how did that happen? It was a blind date. Um, no, I actually met a girl through my work when I was out in California, but she was really well off. So that's why I went on a date with her, but I really wasn't attracted to her. Um, <laughs> just so, like, no moral compass. <laughs> so I just went on a date with her, and she, like, rolled up in her, like, Cayenne Porsche. And I was like, oh, all right. And then we went on a date, and it was just, I just wasn't attracted to her at all. So I was just like, you were like, I can't do this for no, money. I can't do that. So can't I learned, I learned my lesson. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. She'd be a horrible. Not even for a ride to Porsche. I was like, that's that's the lesson to be learned. Like, yeah. don't go on a date that you're with someone that you're not attracted to. That's know? like every girl in California's yeah. mo. They're like, I want to find a rich guy. I don't care what he looks like. So so many of them. I could personally never do that. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's sad, right? Yeah, yeah, you can't really you can't do that. Do, you can't if you're just not into them. I'm not. the same way too. I can't unless someone's attractive. Yeah. Um, did you guys know that Tommy used to be a gigolo? Yes. Did you know that? Yes. Did you know that? No, yes. Know that. So when Motley first lived in apartment buildings in Hollywood, they were getting paid $20 a week from their manager. And right. that was for all of them Memory to story. share. Okay. And so there was this lady that lived in their apartment complex and she saw them and they were like, you know, four good looking guys. And she went over to the apartment one day and she said, hey, I know you guys are kind of hard up for cash. Would you like to make some extra money? And they were like, hell yeah, well, what do we have to do? 
And they said, just take some ladies on dates. Uh, and so Tommy would get paid to take women escorts as or escort. As an, he was an escort yeah. and take them on dates. That's cool. Isn't that so funny? That's good. That's fun. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting yeah. story? Remember Hello? when? <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody remember, there? <laughs> remember when we had the sled, sled, sled ride from hell down the hill? Yeah, but you don't remember it the same way I remember it. Well. So we had this giant hill <laughs> called Suicide Hill. And old from hill. the 1940s, a flexible And my flyer. dad's like, let's use a sled that I got when I was seven that's just like <laughs> rickety and like the fucking, the fucking axles coming apart and it's just like a piece of shit. It was one of those was rider, it, was it good? Those rider sleds yeah. that were made out of wood. Right. And you were like an adult man and I was like a little kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll both Cle- not break clearly this. Clearly we overloaded Way it. Way overloaded it. So, he, so that we go to this hill, the top of this hill called Suicide Hill. And as you go, know, if you live in Pennsylvania, it gets cold as shit in Pennsylvania and freezes over. Anyway, excuse me. So my, we're at the top of the hill and we're like, here we go. And we're going down the hill and I can feel the sled and it's all. And then part of it just falls off. And I'm like, ah! like part of the still flying down this hill because this hill was like a basically like was a straight drop. Yeah, no. you ro- roll so over on your arm. You, you uh, have that blue disc. But I roll over his shit. arm. <laughs> those blue, oh, yeah, I that. those yeah. blue discs we used to go down, they got all rusted and used to like, ah! be like spinning going down the <laughs> like Chevy Chase and they were metal movie. and I remember I remember the sled and then the other piece breaks up ah! and my dad and we're like on this little tiny thin piece of sled and he goes hold on and then we hit the bottom we're like Boom! And we go and we go flying, and you don't remember this, but I had my two, two front teeth, teeth were yeah. loose, and yeah. they fell out. Like I, I went like oh, that shit. with my teeth right on the ground, <laughs> and they fell out. And then I remember there was blood in the snow, and you took your gloves off, and you were feeling around the snow until you found them. <laughs> I don't remember that. I do. And then, yeah, because I was like, no, because I was freaking that out. For me. Well, I was for me, and I remember it clearly because I remember I was freaking out because I knew the tooth fairy wouldn't give me <laughs> money, money for them if I didn't, if have, I didn't have the fucking teeth. I can't put nothing under there. <laughs> and I was like, I need that goddamn twenty-five cents. <laughs> Times are tough, you know. So yeah, yeah so I made a, you that was uh, a horrible uh, take. Day, you one. took your gloves off, and you were in the snow <laughs> for like twenty minutes finding my teeth, but you found them. Yeah. And then I remember you guys. I was such a sick fuck. I used to keep my teeth like after. You after they fell out, I remember when they would pull yeah. them in the long. Oh, you the had long, that whole container. I still have that somewhere. I have a container of my teeth. All the baby teeth. The root yeah. on well, some. Well, you of my had te- some pulled because so you had many. too many teeth in your mouth, and the roots were really long. I had like seventeen teeth pulled. Like I yeah. was constantly getting teeth pulled because they wouldn't yeah. fall out. And I remember they would inject your 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 gum with Novocaine. Yeah. It was so painful. What was I that? I had that done when I had my wisdom teeth taken. What yeah, was the dentist's name? Uh, I don't fuck, remember. Fuck, I forget his name. Yeah, I, I loved remember. him though. Dr. He was Corbin? nice. Doctor Corbin. Yeah, right, no, yeah. Corbin. 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 Yes, yeah, Corbin. 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 I loved him. Oh, is it Corbin? Corbin. Corbin. Doctor Corbin. Good job. Corbin. Good job, Greg. I wonder if he's still alive. I don't know. Anyway, so I remember he, we used to go there because I had so many teeth in my mouth, and they'd pull them out, and I remember he would go after it, and the root. Was like this yeah, long was, they were on pretty, my teeth. They were pretty weird looking. They were teeth. crazy, but I saved them all. I went home yeah, and I she washed had a box them. Of teeth. I might and still then have I saved box. all my teeth. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, weird and then I got weird like after the dogs, like Meg, Maggie Poos, yeah. uh, rest in peace. You had a couple of her teeth pulled, and I saved those, and I still have them <laughs> in a little container. Is that weird? Yes, it is. Well, you know, <laughs> you, do, you do what you got to do. <laughs> Maybe I'll make jewelry out of them one day. <laughs> do you guys like my uh, molar earrings? <laughs> no, no one likes oh. your molar earrings. Uh, those are weird. Um, do you have any other stories you want to tell? 
Uh, I can't think of anything right you now. You have so okay, many one time, uh, One time when we were younger, Z-Man wore a shirt. That, oh, my God, Zach. Yeah, Z-Man wore a shirt. He had this friend yeah. named Zach, Zach, Attack. Zach Attack, who we used to call. He was always, like, on several drugs. Like, he was just a, <laughs> he was one of those troublesome kids that just did any drug. Like, if you're like, hey, Zach, try this. He'd be like, okay. He wouldn't even ask what it is, and you just eat it. <laughs> like, it'd be like meth. He would just eat it. And he's always like, Nyeh. like, okay, Beavis and Butthead. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was literally Beavis. Oh, no, Butthead. Because Butthead was always like, like that. That was fucking Zach. Zach was always like, Poor Zach. He was fucking Zach. He was always fucking tweaked out. He was a nice kid. Like, at first, teeth were like, like that. It was literally Beavis or Butthead. Which one was it? I don't know. Which one was blonde hair? I don't know. Anyway, so he, so the one time he wore this shirt when we were younger, it was a picture of a kid like standing on top of a ladder and he was like hanging another kid by his underwear off the ladder uh-huh. that was the picture on the shirt yeah and then it said higher education on the shirt higher education <laughs> higher education so we grabbed z-man by his underwear oh uh, you guys used to give him wedges. and hung him from the swing set by his underwear <laughs> you guys are, oh you guys are horrible i got you called guys, about that you guys so used bad. to torture him yeah. poor zach <laughs> is he okay now yeah i just saw him at todd's wedding he's doing good he is yeah. is yeah. he normal yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do any drugs yeah. or anything. No, he's, he's totally sober. Up. He's clean. Yeah, he's good. And then I remember his brother Blake yeah, was like a little like a Hercules, like Olympian <laughs> god, yeah. and it was like the biggest contrast ever. Like yeah. one brother was like a crackhead, and the other brother was like yeah. a totally normal guy. <laughs> do you guys remember when I got beat up by Megan Ivins oh, at yeah. recess? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when I was little, one time at recess, just had a problem. My neighbor Megan Ivins, who I actually love, and I love her sister Mary Kate. And um, but but she Megan had diabetes and she did yes and someone gave her a cupcake and she went (laughs) like turned into like one of the fucking like gremlins and she just went psycho and I remember she had blue icing smeared on her face and she was like and she just wanted to attack me for some reason and she was chasing me around the playground and I was like ah and I was like running from her and like I I ran to the the aide and Linda and I was like Linda. Like, she's trying to hurt me, and she's like, ah, she's just playing. Get off me, kid, and, like, push me off. I was like, Linda, you fucking traitor! And, like, I'm running from Megan, and Megan grabs me, and she takes my head, and she's like, ah! What the fuck? And she's, like, slamming my head on the ground. I'm like, ah! like getting my ass kicked and I was like a hundred freaking pounds Megan was a bigger girl so she's just beating the shit out of me and like turned me over and was like like punching me in the face all because she was on like some freaking crazy sugar high and I was beat the fuck up I I remember getting beaten up yeah and I remember I was trying to defend myself so I was like ah you know like crawling along in her face like I'm like we're friends why is this happening like I was so confused like she just really enjoyed like beating the shit out of me that day I don't know what was in that cupcake so I go home and I'm fucked up. And mom was so mad. I, I came yeah. home and I was like fucking one eyeball like hanging out. I was like, <laughs> like I was fucking all dizzy. And I was all beat up and mom was like, what happened? And I was like, Megan Ivins beat the shit out of me. And then no sooner did I say that, it was like, uh, and Patty apologize. was at the door. No, uh. she was at the door with Megan and Megan was eating a popsicle. I was like, why are we giving her more sugar? And she, she was eating diabetes. a popsicle. She had something. And then, she had like a scratch on her face and she's like, Britney beat up Megan. What? And I was like, are you, have you seen me? Yeah. I'm seven pounds. Like I beat her up. I would blow away if the wind was too ho- tough. You know what I mean? Like, so she gets, she, her mom got into it because mom was like, no, she didn't. Megan beat up Britney. My mom loves to fight. My mom was like, I'm ready to fight anybody. So she literally, they got into a fight. 
eventually everything yeah. was okay as we got older but right. yeah i remember she beat the crap out of me That's and then cool. i remember you know I, I used to get beat up a lot when i was little i don't know You're why it's annoying I'm totally annoying. I no agreed. Totally annoying. I would beat me up too. But I remember I used to go over Rachel Monroe's oh, yeah. Monroe's house, yeah. and Rachel Monroe always had the newest. Remember Kevin and Rachel? Yeah. Kevin Monroe. Yeah. Rachel always had the newest Barbies, and yeah. I was always so like, oh man, like Rachel's got the newest. But you used shit. to cut the hair off your Barbies. I did. And then you got into that stage where you're painting them with nail polish. Yeah, all my putting, Barbies were lesbians. Anyway, so faces on them, and <laughs> I gave all and my. And you painted that thing in the back of your door. Yeah, I, I had a dark phase. Yeah. They all know about that. Yeah. So I was over Rachel Moreau's house, and every time I would want to play with her Barbies, like she'd be playing with them, and I'd try to touch one, and she'd be like, no, and she'd like flip me over and sit on me. Right. And so I'd be like, oh, like I would just get sat on. This was like my childhood. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, remember, the, remember in kindergarten when they read uh, Gregory the Trash Eating Goat about me? Remember that shit? <laughs> That shit pissed me off. So, you know, they, they changed the day. I swear to God, they changed. They changed. They made me go sit in the other uh, room <laughs> by myself. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so oh, so they changed book. the name of the book. There it's not Gregory the Trash Eating Goat anymore. Figure book, out what the name of it is. That book is still around. Right? <laughs> if you guys pissed. look up this book, it's called Gregory the Trash Eating Goat. You probably won't be able to find it because they Gregory changed the name. Gregory the. Hold on. Don't do that now. I'm gonna find later. it. Tra there's a one called Gregory the Terrible Eater. I remember I remember the time you painted that beautiful picture in the back of your door. It wasn't beautiful, that, Dad. Well, I was, was in a severe when, depression. It was beautiful. No, when it's Gregory the Terrible Eater. And it's a <laughs> they goat. They changed it then. It's a goat, they changed yeah. the name of it. It used to be Gregory the Trash-Eating uh, Goat. goat. <laughs> terrible yeah. Eater. And now they, they read it, it to you, and you were the only Gregory yeah, in the they class. They read it to the kindergarten class. Yeah. And, and you, you got there. There. fucking pissed off. And, and everyone was like, sit in another room. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck that. Did you get mad? Yeah, I got pissed off. Yeah, he was angry. in the other room by myself. They're like, go make that trash eating yeah. goat go sit in the other room. I remember when mom painted that picture of that fucking creepy ass clown and put that shit in my. Remember that? In your bedroom. Yeah, oh, I hated that. Ew. Oh my god. Mom loved I to torture us. Should we tell the story about how mom almost? No, no. no. When when no. she when she when Fred no. Shooty almost. No, 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 no. I'll tell it on when they're not here. Don't worry, guys. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I went through a really like yeah. dark depression. Everyone knows yeah, about she this. She had a beautiful painting on the back of her door, and as she got older, she slowly changed with scars and whatever. Yeah. And then you cut out this drawn baby face that oh, you yeah. had. Oh yeah, fetuses. Yeah, and sliced stuck apart. it, pasted it to the top of the head. And, yeah. And then when I went to sell the house. Okay, yeah, that this is hilarious. Painting was still the, on the okay, back so of the, the door. Okay, so the doors were all open when my dad was and showing our was house, open. and you couldn't see the back of the door. And so this lady walks into my room and she goes, oh, this will be great for my son. He's just a little boy. He'll love this room, right? Uh, Meanwhile, they had no idea that on the back of the door was like this demon painting that I did. <laughs> I used to listen to like OK Computer and just like paint weird shit. Uh, and I painted this like horrific demon painting on the back of the door. So, But you were a good painter. You were nah, a good okay. drawer. And, oh, I yeah. So anyway, so the lady buys the house. And, <laughs> I don't know this day. It probably still has that painting on the back And then shuts the door. It's a Britney original. And the little boy <laughs> yeah. was horrified. Never wanted to stay in that room He again. was like, what the fuck? It was like a demon. <laughs> there, I was, there was some of my blood on there, too. I he was just a mess. probably painted over it. I mean, they would have had to scrape all the, yeah, the yeah. drawings off. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it, because you had to scrape it. Because I pasted, it pasted the drawings right. on there with, like, lacquer. <laughs> it was a nightmare. I was, a, I was fucked up. Were you, were you depressed in high school? No. Nah, you were fine. Yeah, did you like high school? Yeah, it was fun. You did? Yeah, we had a good time. Ew, I hated yeah. it. It was the worst. Did you like high school? Yeah, I had a great time. 
what the hell? <laughs> oh, all right. What, what the fuck's the matter What's with up, you? What's up, howdy doody? I think I beat up pretty badly one time by the gangs in my neighborhood. Why'd you get beat up? Well, in my neighborhood had gangs. We had the Simon Rec gang, and we had the Clang from the Upsell Street Recreation Center. And the Clang and the Rec used to constantly fight a lot. Of and then there was a the Vernon Road gang. And so you had to be in a gang, and I, you know, I didn't need gangs. I was friends with most of the guys in every one of the gangs, but one day we were out playing basketball, and uh, basically one of the guys who I knew used to play basketball and it was on drugs really bad. Like what kind of drugs? I, I don't know at the time, but uh, he basically didn't even recognize who I was, pulled out a knife and demanded that I give him all my money, and I said to him, James, you know, you know me. He said, I want your money. And he basically cut me on the arm. He stabbed you? He cut me, swung the knife at me and cut me. And I said, what the hell are you doing? And his sister, who knew me, started yelling at him from nearby. And he left me alone after that. And uh, Did you give him your money? No, I didn't give him anything. His sister came and got him and took him away. And I was really sad about that because he was a nice kid. I mean, He sliced he? you? He swung at me and cut me. And then later on, in, uh, as the gangs got worse, one time I was on my way home from uh, football practice and a bunch of guys just stomped on me. <laughs> For no reason? Well, they figured I had football gear on, I guess. They figured I could take it and basically beat the hell out of me. So I went home and told my father, and they had taken my cleats, and, and my father says, I'm going to show you how to fight. And went in the backyard, and my father beat me with a trash can, saying, this is how you fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I stand there, I'm putting up my dukes like to fight, and my <laughs> father whacks me with a trash can. can. He says, That's not really fair. He says, this is street fighting. You don't use your hands. You never use your hands. You use whatever is nearby to hit people with. <laughs> Gee, oh, thanks, my Dad. God. So you were <laughs> so, already beat up, and yeah. then your dad beat the shit <laughs> out of you again? Hits me with a metal trash can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, but that was probably a bad day. I, you know. Yeah, that sounds like a like bad that. day. I didn't like that. It was that, that, that was a very sad day. You got your cleats stolen. Yeah. Did you ever get them back? No, no. I had to save up my own money to buy new cleats because my father said he didn't want me playing football anyway, and he was right. I got hurt. Didn't you know these kids' parents? Couldn't your dad go over there and be like, hey. Some of the kids I knew, but the other kids I didn't, so. Remember one time when you started recording Pop-Pop with the phone, he grabbed your wrist and Oh, my God. <laughs> Our Pop-Pop was the funniest guy <laughs> ever. <laughs> He killed my hamster. I already told that oh, story on here. He squeezed it to death and blew hands. smoke in its face, and it went <laughs> and died. And then, um, but my grandpa was so funny. Like he was actually just like such a funny dude. And one time I was videotaping him, and I was annoying him, and I it don't was take like an ugly picture like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was videotaping him with my iPhone. It was like when iPhones first came out, and I had the iPhone all close to his face. <laughs> And he was like, don't you dare take an, a goddamn ugly picture like that. And my grandfather was old as shit, so I was like, what are you going to do about it, Grandpa? And I'd like, ooh, like all like in his face with the phone. And then out of nowhere, my Being grandfather- annoying again. But then my grandfather was so annoying, the most annoying person ever. So my grandfather, out of nowhere, gets like the superhuman strength of like a 22-year-old. Yeah, he just goes, ah, and like sticks my arm, and he's like, ah, like, like breaks my arm. He's like, ah, and I'm like screaming. He's like, I told you not to take a goddamn ugly picture like that. And I'm like, ah! our grandfather used to torture us. Like he would babysit yeah, us, yeah. and like everyone thought we it was okay. Swat me and oh John my god! George oh my god! Let me, tell, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. So me and my me and my brother and my cousin John George, we would go. I know, Dad. Okay. I know. Okay, it's my podcast. The sign says wrap up. I know. Okay, it's my wrap podcast. It up, I do what I want. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so 
My brother and my cousin John and I were younger, and we used to stay in Sea Isle City, New Jersey. Shout out to Sea Isle. And our parents would all go out to dinner, and they'd be like, oh, we can leave him with the grandpa, Grandpa John. And I was like, oh, my God. Because every time they left us with Grandpa John, he would torture us. So as soon as the door shuts, I look over, and I just see my cousin John George come running down the hallway screaming. He's all, ah! Like, he's running, and my grandfather's running behind him with a flash of water. And he's just being, he's just hitting all of us with the flash of water, laughing. You were, you were misbehaving, Thinking that's it's why. funny, and yeah. we're like, ah! We're like running over out, and he's chasing us. How about, when, how about when he was hiding in the hallway, and John George ran through the hallway, and he, he like came out the hallway and like, started, like, swing, like missed him, like swung? Mouse, yeah, remember? Yeah, so he played this yeah. game called Mouse where he would cross his fingers, and he'd you. go, stick your finger in, see who's home. And I'd be like, I don't want to see who's home. He's like, stick your finger in. I was like, oh, fuck. And like, he's like, oh, stick, it's a baby mouse. He's like, oh, it's baby mouse. And, and he'd like rub your finger bit. all soft and he'd go, uh oh, did you hear that? And no, he'd no, cl- no, 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 he'd he he go, take your finger out. And yeah. then you put, and he'd go, okay, now put your finger back in. Yeah, and then yeah. he'd do it. Yeah, and then he'd go, and then he'd clench his fingers yeah. tight so and he couldn't get your finger out. He goes, uh oh, did you hear that? I'm like, no, I didn't hear that. What is it? And he's like, I just heard the door close. I'm like, oh no, what does that mean? He's like, Daddy Mouse is home. And I was like, fuck, what does that mean? And then he'd take his nail and he'd dig his fingernail into your finger. And he'd be like, Daddy Mouse is home. And I was like, ah! He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like torturing us. So fucked up, but we loved him. He was hilarious. He was funny. I mean, I like how he made us bleed a little bit. I like, I like how your grandmother wouldn't let you go down to the beach or oh go my in the gosh. water. She'd be yelling at you from the balcony. So, so literally, our balcony right at the spinnaker, we stayed at the spinnaker uh, in Seattle City, New Jersey, for anyone who lives there. So one day, me and my cousin and my brother, we're like 13, 12. We're like, we're all going to go in the ocean. She's like, no, 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 you stay here, goddammit. And we're like, nope. And we just like left. And she was like, ah! She was so upset because she was supposed to watch us. And so we look back and she's out on the balcony yeah, watching us. And we're walking out to the beach and she's like, shark! Shark! And she's waving her arms saying shark. And everyone on the beach can see her. So everyone on the beach turns around and like, is there a fucking shark? Like, what what the fuck is going on? Like, should we get the kids out of the water? But it's just my grandma being so paranoid. Listen, no wonder I have such bad anxiety. Our family used to make me neurotic. Like, like when Uncle Angelo, we would be on the monorail, which is just a monorail. Oh, and, goes straight, and then he, le- he leans over to me and my cousin John, and he goes, wait for the loops. And I was like, what? You guys hated that. Fucking it loops? It was a scenic ride through the woods. Yeah, There's it was no a loops. straight ride. There's no it's fucking four, loops. Good. So me and John start crying because like fucking we think the thing's gonna do like back loops and shit. I'm like, no wonder I'm fucked up. Like I'm so neurotic, paranoid. So yeah, so that's yeah, why I am the way okay. I'm not. Okay, I'm in mess, but it's, you know it is what it is. Anyway, it's been really great having you guys on here. Thank you. Is there Sorry, I'm not, I told you, I'm not. I don't have many stories you were great. that could. Uh, your audience. You were great. The audience. audience loves you. Yeah. They'll love you yeah. and they'll love you. Ellen, by the yeah. way, my brother, really quick before we wrap up, has a astrological YouTube channel. Do you want to shout it out? What is it? Yeah, it's called Gregory Furlon Tarot is the um, is the YouTube channel that I have. Uh-huh. So it's Gregory Furlon Tarot, T-A-R-O-T. Yep. So I do um, monthly tarot card readings for every sign. So yeah. check it out. Um, I also have my Instagram page, Gregory Furlan Official. So if you're into astrology, if you like that kind of thing, check out my page. Yep, yep. He, my brother, does astrological readings, 
And when you first started doing them, I kind of didn't really believe you. But then you started posting the daily ones. You're like, today Virgo will be influenced by this and by that. And it was crazy because I told you the one day you were like, today Virgo will be influenced by a baby. And then randomly, uh, Tommy's bass player, Nikki, called us and said, come hang out. And we went and hung out with them. They just had a baby. And I was like, that's so weird that you said that. And then another day it was like, uh, Virgo will be influenced by drinks. And I was hanging out with my friend and she got really wasted and it really pissed me off. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. So you've done it a couple times. I've told you every time that you've done it, but I I can't think of them all off the top of my head. Anyway, go follow him and make sure to check it out. And thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure sure to like and subscribe, you guys. And uh, thank you so much to all of you who are watching and liking the podcast and enjoying and listening and uh, sticking with me because I'm a psycho and that's great and uh, we'll see you next week on the worst first peace out yeah. peace out Yay. <laughs> peace out back in 1970 1970 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, it's Woodstock again <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you Bye.